Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. We have an outstanding show for you today. You know, I've spent the uh, past, I don't know, almost a month now interviewing brilliant scientists about COVID-19. And each of them has their own area of expertise. But being the guy who's interviewed them all gives me this 30,000-foot view. And when I take this 30,000-foot view, it becomes so crystal clear to me about what we really need to know. There's so much information out there today. It's dizzying. We, and, and you will not hear the, the name hydroxychloroquine uttered in this show because they are fighting over something that has become politically charged, but it's not even needed. It's not needed. We, we learned that much from Dr. Lasanti this week. Before I get started and bring on my co-host. Well, no, let me bring him on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Just give me a second. This is uh, an episode of the Renew Life RX show. So, of course, my uh, co-host today is Ronnie Milo. How are you doing, Ronnie? What's up, pal? How are you? Good. I got to give a shout-out to our title sponsor. They make this show possible. Without them, this show doesn't go on because they contribute such a large amount of money to this show. And I love them for that. But more so, I love their product. Right now, you can get 15% off because of this whole COVID thing on $100 of product or more. Not the tasty pastry, but all their other product. Their nut butters. These seasoned nuts are the best. Legendary Food has the best seasoned nuts. These are Tangy Ranch seasoned almonds. The almonds are so fresh you can tell. They taste good. They're moist. They don't dry out and choke you when you're trying to swallow them. And the flavors that they produce are unbelievable. Uh, they blend science with nutrition and make amazing snack foods that you can eat and not feel guilty, go to eatlegendary.com. Use the code RELIEF15, R-E-L-I-E-F-1-5, and buy $100 worth of product or more and save 15% off. Uh, thank you very much to uh, Legendary Foods. Okay, I so what's that? I got to get some of those. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. I have to fix my shirt. It's creeping up on me. Okay, right. so there is just so much information out there today about COVID-19 that it's dizzying. And people are still like, they're still arguing about stuff that you don't even need to argue about. Hydroxychloroquine is not what you want to use. And we have a, we have a, a good agenda to follow here to keep me on track because, you know, I'm a little ADHD. The first thing I want to say is we are not doctors. So No. We stayed at a Holiday Inn last night, though. There we go. But we did stay at a Holiday Inn, and we saved a lot of money. And I saved money on, with Geico. Um, but we're not doctors. But like I said at the beginning of the show, I've been interviewing some of the most brilliant minds in the space. And it's become increasingly clearer and clearer every single day what the common denominator of the most important information that we should be focusing on in this issue is. And the first thing I want to say is why hydroxychloroquine is not a good idea is antivirals are a mistake in treating COVID-19. People are going to say, Carl, what? That's it. I'm not listed anymore. You're crazy. But what did we learn from the patients in Wuhan that got antivirals? They got out of the hospital, but when they went home, they got reinfected. Why is that, Ronnie? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, it looks like it doesn't work uh, in a setting that uh, your body doesn't actually heal itself. It doesn't. It's just your, your immune system doesn't learn, doesn't, mm -hmm. doesn't build up antibodies to the virus. It's like if you have a son and he keeps getting beat up at school, there's two ways to handle it. You teach him to defend himself or you go and fight for him. If you go and fight for him, he never learns how to defend himself. He goes through life never learning how to defend himself. The immune system right. is the same way. It mounts an attack, and if you survive and you live, then that attack will never bother you again. That, that, that uh, virus, that bacteria, this is, this is herd immunity. You live through mm -hmm. it, and you are protected from it. And, in fact, that protection is conveyed to your children. 
So people who have lived through COVID-19 now, who have offspring in the next year, two, five, seven years, they're going to pass those antibodies on to their, their baby. Their baby will not be susceptible to developing this virus. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're just putting a Band-Aid on it. Just like, you know, the regular Western medical agenda. I mean, not speaking bad about them, but they just want to put Band-Aids on the issue and not fix the internal issue. Well, but people are desperate, right? If you're in a hospital and you're dying, like, you mm. want to stay alive. So if they say hydroxychloroquine is the way to go, an antiviral, you'll go, okay, I'll take it. But then you run the risk of being reinfected. We learned this in Wuhan. We learned this. Numerous people got out of the hospital, went back to their homes, and they got COVID-19 all over again. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Right. That's horrible. Okay. And we're going to stay with the – I am not going to – I have – when I publish the show today, every single study – Backing up every every single assertion, every dot that I'm going to connect on the show will be there for those of you who want to see where I'm coming up with this nonsense. Okay. So we know that the elderly population is at most risk, right? Mm-hmm. We also know that people who have additional uh, uh, illnesses create com- comorbidities, they, like, they like to call it, right? And so we're going to address the elderly first. We also are aware that elderly people develop more senescent cells. Now, why is that important? We're going to talk about in a second. But the reality is that all of the diseases associated with aging uh, or chronological aging uh, are associated with the accumulation of senescent cells. In fact, these cells actually are causative, it shows in studies, to the pathologies that we consider diseases of aging, which are you know, heart failure, heart disease, diabetes, atherosclerosis, uh, kidney failure. All these diseases can be linked back to the continuous burden of senescent cells. And for those of you who've never heard of senescent cells, we've talked a lot about them over the years. These are zombie cells. Every cell in your body has an expiration date on it. The process of these cells disappearing and being replaced by healthy cells, this cell turnover, is driven by a phenomenon called apoptosis. Apoptosis is when the cell dies on time. Mm. When cells don't die on time, they go into this suspended animation state. And then they start to produce inflammatory cytokines and other inflammatory uh, 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 molecules that actually make the cells around them sick. Okay, these cells, they've been called zombie cells because they just linger on, but they don't contribute anything. If anything, they make things worse. Mm -hmm. Well, senescent cells are being tagged with the reason that aging is seen the way it is. We can't walk anymore. We develop diseases. We lose uh, muscles weaken and, and don't function anymore. Even senescent cells are even implicated in the development of Alzheimer's disease. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it, okay? So we, we just remember this that about the senescent cells for a second. Okay? They also shrink telomeres. Well, shrinking telomeres has been kind of baffled as a reason for senescent cell development because we have people who have very short telomeres, but they don't have senescent cells. But they do mm-hmm. play a role. There's other cofactors, including those uh, shorter telomeres, that seem to cause cells to become rogue senescent cells. But really, the one thing we know for sure that causes a senescent cell to, to linger on, the cell not to disappear when it was supposed to, is having mTOR continuously turned on. Now, we can look to this standard American diet and the standard American today. If you see obese people, they are probably eating around the clock. They're eating a lot of food. They stay up late. They eat before bed. They have to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to eat something because they or they can't go back to sleep. This is turning mTOR on all the time. The body was never designed to be that way. It was supposed to oscillate. You know, mTOR autophagy, mTOR autophagy, build, remove, build, remove. And these ebbs and flows are how we are supposed to function. But when mTOR is turned on all the time, we know that this is what contributes this is domino one of what makes a cell become a senescent cell or a zombie cell. Mm-hmm. Now, you, those of you who are thinking, why are we talking about this? This is anti-aging. No, because senescent cells produce a unique, undeniable opportunity for the COVID-19 virus not only to infiltrate you, 
but to replicate. Stay with me here. Glucose signaling has also been implicated on triggering, triggering senescent cell proliferation. Can you tell I'm excited? Let me slow down. I did an interview in 2007 with a doctor from the Albert Einstein School of Medicine who published a paper, and the paper simply said, glucose signaling is what triggers cellular senescence. And he was on to something because glucose signaling plays a role in helping to drive mTOR as well. Mm-hmm. So people who are old, they accumulate a lot of senescent cells, but also diabetics, type 2 diabetics accumulate a lot of senescent cells. And we see this in their population because they suffer from age-related diseases at much younger ages, 30 and 40 years old, Alzheimer's disease, heart problems, high blood pressure, uh, uh, type two. Uh, well, they, uh, type two diabetes is is the, is the cause, not one of the comorbidities in reality. But kidney failure, cancers, dementia. I mean, the list goes on and on. Thirty and forty, they're developing these diseases associated with old age. Why is that? Because they develop more senescent cells earlier in life. Right. Also, too, looking into, um, you know, the massive increase of insulin production in the body, that's going to go ahead and increase the senescent cells or replicate at twice the rate. Because it, because every bodybuilder knows that insulin is what? Anabolic. Anabolic. And when we yeah. hear the word anabolic, we're talking about turning on mTOR. And when we talk about turning on mTOR for continuously long periods of time, like people who eat constantly around the clock, we're talking about literally doing everything you can to manufacture more senescent cells in your body. And that is why people who have type, type, type 2 diabetes and are obese have the same comorbidities that elderly people do when they get this virus. They have heart disease. They have uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. They have high blood pressure, dyslipidemia, dementia, cancer, and so on and so forth. Now, remember well, – go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, the the body is primed to replicate this 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 virus if you know it if you if you know what I mean. There's so many different cofactors contributing to the environment that makes the the, the, the virus grow at such a, a quick rate. It's pretty much you're you're giving the the body fuel, right? You're giving the body fuel more f- uh, fuel on the fire. The fire is going to burn hotter and longer, and that's where you start to see uh, the morbidity rate go up with these uh, uh, you know these diseases. Absolutely. And you're right, because, uh, because um, senescent cells will harness all the things that help quiescent cells survive. And mm-hmm. that's what helps keep them alive, as you're pointing out here. Now, I want to put one other caveat in here, because people are thinking I'm just talking about obese people. Uh, obesity is often an outcome of type 2 diabetes, but not always. We, I know people who are, you would look at them, a, a woman, she's a size 4, size 3, and she her form factor is, wow, she's got a great figure, but she her blood sugar is in the 120s, 130s, fasted blood sugar. Why? Because it's not about obesity. It's about insulin resistance at this point in time, and you don't have to be fat to be insulin resistant. So I'm going to tell people out there, who think, well, I'm not obese, uh, I don't have to worry about it, and they've never checked their blood sugar, and they don't even know if their blood sugar is elevated all the time, uh, you may be at risk. Some of the telltale signs, I just had a conversation with a guy who called me the other day and was having some problems, and I, he told me, I, I, we were talking about fasting, and I says, I've gone three days without eating, I do it you know, maybe twice a year. How do you do that, he said. I says, does, does your appetite, he, he says, if I go three or four hours without a meal, I start to get the shakes, I get the sweats. I says, well, it sounds to me like you are starting to develop insulin resistance. That's one of the mm-hmm. telltale signs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Increase and decreasing of blood sugar will, will release uh, ghrelin. And then uh, intermittent fasting will release leptin, which is a society drug or society hormone that you don't you want to eat when you're fasting. So... Senescent cells are targeted by COVID-19 for viral replication, and here is why. Senescent cells produce a great opportunity on two different levels for this virus. And we know 
from doctors I've interviewed this week that this virus takes advantage of senescent cells. The more senescent cells you have, the greater likelihood that you will contract the virus if you come in contact with it, and the greater likelihood you will die from the virus. This is, this is the magic between age, uh, chronological age and death from this virus or comorbidities and death from this virus. This is it. So we've all heard that COVID-19 enters through the angiotensin 2 receptor. That was out in the news for a while. And many people talked about how taking ARBs uh, could block the receptor and protect them against getting this virus. You recall that? Yeah, absolutely. Here, Matt Andre, who is my personal physician and is gracing us uh, and listening to this show today, just said... Hypoglycemia and postprandial fatigue are two of the best symptom indicators for hyperinsulinemia. So if you suffer from eating a meal and having to go to sleep, or if you haven't had a meal in two or three hours and you're starting to get uh, lightheaded, anxiety, sweats, tremor, you are already in this category of people at greater risk. So that's, mm. that, that, that's great. Thank you, Matt. And thanks for being here, too, by the way. Um, so let me get back to where we were. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to produce the video at the same time. So here we are. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So senescent cells offer a unique opportunity for COVID-19 because they actually have more angiotensin two receptors on them. In fact, there are several studies that show that angiotensin two, angiotensin one has a protective effect. Angiotensin two actually uh, increases the what we considered uh, aging to the vasculature, for instance. Okay, how does it do this? It does this because angiotensin two helps not only produce the uh, senescent cell. But it populates the senescent cell with more of the angio two, angiotensin two receptors to keep them in that senescent state. Mm-hmm. And he said, "You were on angiotensin two, Matt. You're the best man." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I worked on this show all last night and today, and I just want to get everything out in a in a concise manner where everybody can understand it and go, "Okay, now we know what we have to do." So. The next point here that I want to bring up is angiotensin II uh, receptors implicated in the development of senescent cells. As a result, there are more receptors on the senescent cell, which means greater opportunity for the COVID-19 virus to get into that cell. But there's another thing unique about that cell. It's a zombie cell. It's like one of those movies where they, they plant the host in a human and the human walks around and the, and, the, and, the, and the being is eating him from inside and then eventually bursts out. These senescent cells, they're zombie cells. The, the COVID-19 virus actually not only gets in through them, but they are better suited for the virus to help replicate. They literally turn into viral replication factories. And one of the ways they do this is when people have mTOR, because they're eating a lot of foods, they, 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 they ob- obese people and so on. mTOR is turned on all the time, and it, mTOR regulates protein synthesis. And it not only increases the number of senescent cells, but mTOR is required for this virus to replicate. The, rep- the, the virus is housed in a protein shell. So the cell, through mTOR, starts to produce more viruses because it has all the building blocks there. The virus is in there, and the virus is replicating. And it produces the shell out of protein and then releases it. So mTOR and the senescent cell together literally become a factory for producing this virus. Now, you, have, you want to comment in here so I can slow down and, and think for a second? No. You're- I'm rolling. Okay. I'm rolling. <laughs> Covering okay. everything. Uh, so what we learned this week from Dr. Lasanti, 
uh, which he's gonna, we're going to talk about some of his science later in the show, is the more senescent cells you have, the higher likelihood you can contract the virus if exposed, and the higher your risk of death. And this we know for sure. And the goal has to be to reduce the number of senescent cells, the burden to your body, and as quickly as possible. Now, the CDC is telling people there's nothing you can do right now dietarily or supplement-wise. That's not true. It's really not true. And in fact, the answers to solving this problem are things that we are actually using today. Many of them are right under our nose. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to you about how you can actually produce an effect that will not only help you resist getting the virus, but resist succumbing to it. We're going to take one quick commercial break. Stay with me. I promise you this will be worthwhile. Pass this show around to everybody you love. We'll be right back. How often do you sit with your laptop right on your lap? How much time do you spend on your cell phone? Are you in a technology-packed office Monday through Friday? Are you worried about this type of radiation? Now there's something you can do about it. GetLambs.com. This radiation has been linked to infertility in men, glandular tumors, gut microbiome dysbioses, and impaired sleep quality. Now you can provide 360-degree protection to at-risk parts of your body with radiation-proof apparel from GetLambs.com. Comfortable, breathable, and 99% effective. Go to GetLambs.com and use coupon code SHR for 20% off your order of $100 or more. That's GetLambs.com, G-E-T-L-A-M-B-S.com, and code SHR. Crank your muscle gains to new heights by transforming every gram of protein you eat into three grams with Masszymes. With 100,000 AQTs of protease per capsule, Masszymes increases your absorption of key amino acids, resulting in stronger, healthier digestion of proteins and certain vitamins that not only multiplies the impact of the protein you eat, but can also repair a damaged intestinal wall. Go to Masszymes slash SHR for 10% off. That's M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S dot com slash SHR. Are you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC oral from drseeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing and some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process Process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toast pastry. This is the first of its kind and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is which flavor, strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has 
double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back. All right, I'm going to take a breath here. <laughs> you know, I, I, feel this, I feel this sense of urgency. I feel like everyone is being distracted by all of this information, some of it good, some of it bad, but it's like we're, we're arguing about all this stuff, this nebulous stuff out there, when we really do know how to stop this virus from hurting us. But the mm. problem is, you know, we have a limited amount of time to actually get this information out. So, and that's why I kind of feel a little hurried about this, but I'm going to just slow down now. Okay. So, we've established here a clear line that, A, senescent cells are opportunistically exploited by this virus. B, elderly people and people who have metabolic disorder, metabolic syndrome, have the highest accumulation of these senescent cells. And so those two points are undeniable. And again, all of the research that I've read through to prepare for this show today will be linked in the show post on my website when we publish it. So what can we do? Well, the first thing you can do, believe it or not, is start looking at resistance training. This is an unknown study that I've mentioned on my show over the years. Well, the past year and a half was published last year. And it showed that a single bout of resistance training, which probably I think it was like an hour, uh, and, and it was they were they used a fairly fit people, so they they were really hitting it hard, mm-hmm. but not heroic. A single bout of resistance training eliminated forty two percent of senescent cells in muscle tissue, as shown through. Biopsy. They did a biopsy before. They assayed the percentage of muscle uh, of senescent cells in muscle. They did a biopsy after the workout. They actually did a biopsy uh, every day for the next two days. They stopped that the, the third day, and they showed that not only did it eliminate forty two percent of senescent cells like that, but those cells didn't return for the 48 hours that they continued to do punch biopsies. If they would have continued longer, maybe they would have saw that those senescent cells didn't come back for longer. Right. The most important thing is the impact of a single bout of resistance training. So those of you who are out there now training three days a week, whether it's at home now because we're sequestered, uh, or when you're at the gym, you're actually building up protection against this type of opportunistic virus because you have less senescent cells than the average American out there, far less. And let's remember something. Even in non-trained individuals, muscle makes up between 34 and 47% of your mass, of your body weight. Now, those of us who carry, you know, I I probably am maybe around 13%, maybe 14% body fat right now. So it actually is a greater ratio. But muscle is a substantial amount of your being. Being able to remove 42% of senescent cells in an hour, that's astonishing to me. And that seems to me like, okay, that's the first thing I need to start doing. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, going back to your show you did earlier, I forgot what doctor you interviewed about the uh, resistance training and immune function, talking about anaerobic and aerobic activity. Uh, Anaerobic is shown to... uh, increase more immune function than actual aerobic activity. And then it's all about the duration too. Also too is, you know, when you do strength training or resistance training, uh, your body produces a thing called phagocytosis and that'll actually uh, ingest bacteria or other phagocytes that are in the system. So basically you're, you're, you're putting your body in a position that it's going to eat bad cells, bad stuff, right? Illnesses, bacteria, viruses and that nature. So, it's very, very beneficial um, for to, to do some kind of resistance training, um, you know, in, in short bouts. Okay. So that's number one. Start training. Get out in the backyard. Do push-ups. Do bodyweight squats. Do whatever you have to do. Feel like you worked hard. Do that for an hour. 
And that's going to help you start to downregulate the accumulation of senescent cells. Number two, dietary strategies. Okay? Intermittent fasting, a strict vegan diet, or a strict ketogenic diet, all three of these have been shown to interrupt mTOR. Remember, we talked about senescent cells require mTOR to be turned on for long periods of time to become senescent cells. If your body is going through the, the normal ebb and flow of, of protein synthesis and then autophagy and protein synthesis and autophagy, you don't have this problem. But if you're somebody who eats around the clock and you've got mTOR turned on all the time, you have more senescent cells. These three dietary uh, uh, strategies have all been shown in science to both interrupt mTOR, okay, and mm-hmm. actually uh, intermittent fasting and ketogenic diet have been studied and shown to reduce the load of uh, senescent cells in the body. So mm-hmm. these are two great dietary strategies. And and do you want to do these forever? Like, I might do vegan for a couple months. What the hell? I'm not going to do it long enough to get a, a nutrient deficiency, but I, I would do it for, for a couple months. If I was a frontline worker, I don't know. You may get a little lightheaded too, but, you know, if you tried intermittent fasting or one of these dietary strategies, if you're, you're a frontline worker, you're a hospital worker, and you know that you're constantly reducing the opportunity for this virus to hurt you, you can do these for a few months until we're out of the woods with this. Absolutely. That's protecting yourself. You know what I mean? It's being preventative. I mean, you're not going to wear a mask for the rest of your life. You're wearing it right now. You could do one of these dietary approaches for, for, for a while and see what happens. Okay? Absolutely. Yeah. And there are supplements that can help as well. These supplements have all been shown to turn off mTOR. Now, not turn it off indefinitely, but turn it off when you supplement with it. Resveratrol, mm-hmm. quercetin, alpha-lipoic acid, and the amino acids histidine, lysine, and threonine have all been shown to inhibit mTOR. Now, resveratrol and alpha-lipoic acid, those are no-brainers. Why? Because they actually control blood sugar. And that goes back to high blood sugar all the time, high mTOR, high accumulation of senescent cells. So they work by actually helping you manage blood sugar better. Quercetin has been shown uh, in a study alongside desatinib, which is a very weak... um, uh, oncology drug, it's a uh, uh, chemotherapy, to also re- reduce senescent cells by itself mm-hmm. or in conjunction with disadenib. So right. these are things that you can include in your diet for a while, for now, that will help you at least not accumulate more new senescent cells. And if you right. do them with intermittent fa- I mean, I'm fasted. I haven't eaten since 6 o'clock yesterday. That's also why I'm a little wired, because I'm running on ketones mm-hmm. right now. I get get high from ketones. I actually feel euphoric. You and me both. In fact, there are times where I don't eat because I don't want this feeling to go away. Mm -hmm. But then I have to, I I think, well, I got to go home and eat later. So, you know, I'll eat two meals for that day and that's it. But I love feeling this way. I just feel clear and energized. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so these supplements are beneficial as well. And then, I'm sorry. Yeah, to touch on that lysine, I think there's, I've seen studies that lysine is actually used as an antiviral to prevent HSV-1. Which is um, uh, fever blisters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you but know, alpha lipoic is very important to detoxify the liver as well. You know, you want the liver to be optimal. And personally, I'd use R-ALA because the, yeah. the chirality has been shown that the R-ALA is where the blood sugar management really comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 not the L, L, L portion. So you, when you take alpha-lipoic acid, it's 50-50. If you just take mm-hmm. R-ALA, you're going to get greater benefits, I believe, uh, with that type of blood sugar management that's leading to a reduction in, uh, in producing more senescent cells. But there are some drugs, and two of them have actually been approved by the FDA specifically to vanquish, and I use that word specifically, Azithromycin, z has been shown to eliminate almost 100% of the senescent cells in your body after one five-day z bout. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean, when I saw this, I actually thought I was going to call Matt and say, Matt, maybe I should do this once a quarter. Maybe we should all be doing this once a quarter. But, but another one is doxycycline, which is d- prescribed for acne. And people take this for long periods. Some people take it six months, a year at a time. It's very, very safe. 
And then, of course, my favorite, rapamycin, which I take six milligrams uh, twice a month. But that has been shown to also inhibit mTOR. But we have an anecdotal story that I'm going to let you tell about one of the patients on the, uh, what was the name of the cruise ship that first got hit with the virus? Uh, the star, the, the diamond, the diamond, the blue, the diamond something. The diamond. Yeah, the diamond. Yeah. So, so that was the ship that had like 300 cases of, of COVID that we were keeping off and we were like, we didn't know what to do with it. Just leave them out there for a while. They went right. back to China. They went to China or Japan. I want to say they went Japan, back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. tell the story about one of the patients on there. Yeah, so you sent me an article this morning by the New York Post about this gentleman that was on the uh, the cruise ship, and uh, they would do random testing. They would come to their um, to their suites and they would test them for the for the COVID. Uh, this gentleman actually tested positive for the COVID, but looking into his background, he was a recipient of a kidney transplant, and he was possibly on. They don't say what drug, but we could probably think it was rapamycin. Right. And, um, he didn't, uh, ha- have any symptoms of it. His wife had some symptoms of it. She had isolated, uh, they retested him again. He did still test positive. He had no, um, no, uh, you know, uh, symptoms of it. He didn't feel bad. He just tested positive from it. So they let him come home, I believe to, to his house to self quarantine. They kept his wife in Japan because she was having some symptoms of it. Yeah. She was sick. Uh, yeah. They, they retested him again. And he was still positive with no. Uh, but he no did. But he did have. He did have. So uh, at the onset, he ran mm-hmm. a, a low grade fever for one day. Well, yeah, for one day, and then he said he got up in the morning and he felt fine. Felt fine. So yeah. this, you know, this is anecdotal, and I, you know, all a study is is coordinated anecdotes. You know, mm-hmm. one person has this effect; it's an anecdote. You know. 200 people have this effect in a controlled environment where we're tracking everything. Now it's research. But most anecdotes are the reasons for studies. Mm-hmm. We see these anecdotes. We go, gee, I wonder if that works with other people that way, and we do a study. So this plays right into this idea that because he had fewer – so as a kidney transplant patient, you take an anti-rejection drug every single day. Mm-hmm. And – the most popular anti-rejection drug is rapamycin because it really right. has the least side effects. There are other drugs that they use, but some of them have really horrible side effects. And then there's um, methylprednisone, which is horrible, that they'll use in conjunction with rapamycin, but usually not by itself. And so most kidney transplant patients get rapamycin. It's well tolerated, but they take usually 10 to 12 milligrams a day ongoing. So this guy probably has no, zero, like maybe he's got like, you know, what, a, a thousand senescent cells. So he developed a little fever, but then it went away. Right. This is very because promising in the in the context of what we're talking about here. Right. Yeah, because it blunted mTOR. So it didn't give him the fuel to, to replicate it. Yeah. And cause havoc in the system. Yeah. It and makes then, sense. And, you know, uh, uh, rapamycin has a three-day half-life. So it's, it's st- it lingers, it sticks around it. The doses build on each other day after day until about the third day, and then it just it stays there. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, he probably had a couple uh, brand new senescent cells that uh, were just around in time to give him a little fever, but they were gone the next day, and that was it. Yeah, the body said, "We're not going to handle this no more. We're going to take care of this." <laughs> yeah. So so this is a this is a very exciting area of science that we know. He says, "I know you hate it." Yeah, I know. Uh, Matt, yeah, but it, you know, it, it's um, it's a very, very exciting area of science that no one is talking about. Everybody's fighting hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine is a horrible idea. It's not going to help people in the long run. It may get them out of the hospital, but they will end up uh, possibly getting reinfected. Yes, and of course. Metformin inhibits mTOR, of course, as well, uh, and we were going to include that in our discussion, but I couldn't find any studies that directly tied it to the elimination of senescent cells. And both uh, both uh, azithromycin and, um, what's the other one I just said? The acne drug, uh, zithromycin and uh, doxycycline have been approved by the FDA 
to eliminate senescent cells. Mm-hmm. So it's not like as though you even have to prescribe it off, uh, off label because it's been approved for this purpose. You can say, I want to get rid of this person's senescent cells. Yeah, he's got COVID too, but I want to mm-hmm. focus on the senescent cells so you could prescribe it. Also, too, I want to touch on peptide therapy. Peptide yes. therapy actually uses senescent cells, right? The human growth hormones, the pretagogues. Yes. So we, we use those at the clinic, obviously, to help to decrease the senescent cells. So that's one point I wanted to point out. And how do they work that way? I, I would imagine MOTC would help because MOTSC uh, actually helps to regulate um, blood sugar levels. And I, I would say anything that helps you with blood sugar levels is going to be beneficial. In fact, I was just th- thinking of uh, Dr. Andre. Because uh, I know that he uses that, um, uh, what's that injectable, uh, oh, God, I can't. Glindium peptide? What is it? Glindium peptide. It helps control blood sugar as well. Okay. There's, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to think of the one, Victoza. What's Victoza? What not is Victoza? Enough. Matt, you're listening. What is Victoza? It's, um, I can't think of the peptide it is, but that's another one. These these drugs would be good for people who are diabetic. Um or starting to develop insulin resistance to help regulate their blood sugar. Um, mm-hmm. Because, because again, alpha-lipoic acid, resveratrol, they work by regulating blood sugar and turn, helping to turn off mTOR. So, I wonder if berberine does the same effect by lowering blood sugar. I forgot that one. Thank you. Berberine is another one. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's another supplement that you could take. Um, what I want to do is take our last commercial break, and when we come back, I want to talk about what if you already have COVID? GLP-1 analogs. Thank you, Matt. Matt thank you. GLP analogs. Uh, I want to take our last commercial break because this is where the really exciting information comes in. And this is something that I have to thank Dr. Lasanti and uh, also uh, Dr. Blagascloni uh, for teaching me about uh, over the years. Uh, and, and this is going to help a lot of people who are like, look, I'm a nurse. I'm a fireman. Uh, you know, I'm out there on the front lines. I can't stay home. I'm an essential worker. I have to go to work, but it freaks me out. There's an answer, and it's a very simple answer. Stay tuned. Seven thousand four hundred and fifty-one. That's how many people kick the bucket, buy the farm, or cash in their chips every day in the United States. Yep, that means five people are going to meet their maker during this commercial. And no, our commercials are not the cause. Half of those who punch the clock for the final time will do so without life insurance. Call Big Lou at Term Provider before you are number 7452. If you're a 50-year-old male, a tad porky with a touch of diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about 200 bucks a month. With more verified five-star reviews than any other Lou on the radio, Big Lou has saved thousands of people thousands on their term insurance premiums. Stop procrastinating and call Big Lou today at 800-560-0301. 800-560-0301. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He doesn't want to be number 7,452. Call 800-560-0301 or BigLou.com. Redcon One is one of the fastest growing supplement companies in the world today. That's because they produce supplements that deliver on their promises. From their flagship pre-workout Total War to their innovative whole food MREs and bars. Now you can get the deepest discount ever offered to any audience anywhere. Use code SHR and get 25% off all Redcon One products today. SHR and 25% off. Go to redcon1.com. That's R E D C O N, the number one.com. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can See Eye Drops 
drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. You've heard about blood flow restriction training since 2006 on SHR, but you're still on the fence. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's because it's the truth. My experience with the B-Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me. And now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give B-Strong a try. Go to B-S-T-R-O-N-G.training forward slash super hyphen human and use code SHR for 10% off. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of having. Started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax. That was at eight years old. And so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me um, to help with anxiety. Because I'm talking, you know, full, full out panic attack. The the chill pill was the first thing that I found that actually in the middle of a panic attack I can take and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. Welcome back to this special episode of the Renew Life Rx show. If you're thinking about hormone replacement therapy, uh, regardless of where you are in the country, you just have to reach out to Ronnie Milo or one of the, the guys and gals over at RenewLifeRx.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And they uh, and mention Superhuman Radio, you'll save like 20% off your labs. So that's something. Um, also, I want to get back to, so when uh, Dr. Andre messaged that the GLP-1 analog, he said Trulicity, Ozempic, Bieta, Bidurion are the others. He also messaged me two studies that show that metformin does, in fact, inhibit um, senescent cells. Well, we know oh, it sorry. inhibits uh, uh, mTOR. I knew that. But I couldn't find any that specifically showed an effect on senescent cells. And he just sent me two studies. I'll include those when I post the show. Mm-hmm. So... What if you already have COVID-19? What would you do? What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. I'd take care of it. I ain't going to sit around on my body very long. <laughs> so first thing I would do is avoid any antivirals. If we learned anything from the people in Wuhan, the people who got the antivirals came home, got sick again, and went back to the hospital. You need something that will allow you to survive, but allow your immune system to learn this virus so that it can produce the appropriate antibodies so you're never at risk again. And if you're young enough, so you, when you have children, that you can pass down these antibodies to your offspring so that they don't have to worry about this virus. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you're on the front lines, uh, I would ask my physician to prescribe a pack and take it for the requisite five days as described if you think that you have contracted this. That's Dr. Lasanti talked about numerous studies that show that that knocks it out and we don't even have to team it up with anything else. Or if you are worried about getting it, then perhaps just ask your doctor to uh, provide you with a doxycycline uh, 
uh, prescription. People take that for six months at a time without any problems. Erythromycin also, someone told me, uh, said to, to Elisa the other day, well, you know, you build up a resistance to uh, azithromycin. That's not true. It's a very weak antibiotic, actually. Uh, they don't understand. A lot of these, so, so what Dr. Lasanti talked about um, on the show this week was physicians are afraid to, or don't even think of things that are not antivirals in this situation. But the reason that they need to think about doxycycline and azithromycin is because they inhibit mTOR. And this virus needs mTOR to replicate. And any mTOR inhibition is going to make this virus die out. Uh, Azithromycin does not show any uh, evidence of building up drug resistance, nor does doxycycline. And we're talking about literally pennies a day. You know, doxycycline has been in use uh, as a six-month to one-year treatment of of, uh, acne and has been proven to be very, very safe. Uh, we all have taken Z-Packs from time to time, so we know that they're safe. Both of these are popular antibiotics. They've been approved as treatments to reduce senescent cells by the FDA. They cost literally pennies a day, and there's no shortage of them. They're in great demand because they're both generic drugs. So why are we fighting about all this other nonsense uh, when we have the opportunity to treat this uh, virus protect people from dying from it, and even protect people on the front lines from contracting it in the first place. And this, this is just, to me, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah I think there's a, there's a lot going on, right? There's a lot of smoke, and a lot of people can't see through the smoke, and therefore they're trying to do the best that they possibly can, but they're not seeing through the smoke uh, to understand what, we're, what you're trying to uh, communicate with everybody. So I think... Um, uh, as the agenda will shift, you might start to see a lot of physicians start to call out on those uh, different medications. Uh, Jeff Clifton answers, asks a very intelligent question, if you're paying attention. He said, so would you reduce methionine if you contracted it? Methionine and or leucine? Because let's remember, leucine turns on mTOR. And yeah, I'm yeah. going to tell you no, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, come to my website after the show is posted. Read the study on one bout of resistance training. Uh, ameliorating 48% of senescent cells in muscle. They did something very smart in this study. They put one group of guys on a low-protein diet and one group group of guys on a high-protein diet, and the high-protein diet was one gram of protein per pound of body weight. And it still got rid of the senescent cells. And why is that? Because turning on mTOR and turning it off is where the magic is. Having mTOR turned on all the time because all you do is eat all day long is where the, the problems occur. So, no, I right. wouldn't reduce my red meat intake. Um, I wouldn't reduce my dairy intake. But I am a fan of intermittent fasting, and I still maintain a good – I mean, I'm 232 pounds right now, and I'm probably 13 to 14% body fat. I maintain muscle without really having to work hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and – I, so – I'm not worried about losing muscle, and I'm not worried about cutting these foods out because I have plenty of opportunity for autophagy uh, and insulin sensitivity to be established in my body when I'm fasting. So no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't now. If I was, if I was an obese person who is eating all the time, then I would start to focus on fixing my insulin resistance. And this is a wake up call to everybody out there. All of you who used to laugh at, at people like uh, Milo and me because we carry our food with us and we're, 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 we're militant about getting good sleep and we're militant about getting to the gym. Well, none of us, we're not running and looking for hand sanitizer and masks. I'm not. I don't care about them. Yeah. And so, yeah. so that's the trade-off. You either, you either do the work now or you do it later. Mm-hmm. So I, this is a wake-up call to every American to get your shit together. So the next pandemic, you're not one of the vulnerable people. Because I got right. news for you. Come the end of the month, if they open the country back up, old people and sick people are still going to have to stay home. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I want to touch a little bit on Jeff's question about uh, methionine. Um, I think you might be thinking about leucine. Would, would you eliminate the leucine if you contracted this, this COVID? No, and I said that. I said that. No. Because, I, because I, I would, first of all, if I contracted it, I would get a Z-pack right away. That's the first thing I would do. 
I would just take right. a Z-Pack. And I already have rapamycin, so I'd probably take six milligrams of rapamycin a couple days. And that would be it. And my body would build up the antibodies, and I, would, I wouldn't get it anymore. And that would be it. Look at the guy. He's still testing positive, but he has no symptoms. Right. So his exactly. body's prepared for it now. A right. uh, couple other good questions. Let's see here. Um, I thought it was due to the ionosphore activity of ZPAC and HCQ to show zinc in the cell to shut off RNA transcription. You know what? Not according to uh, Dr. Lasanti. Or maybe he did say that. You know what? I don't know. All I know is ZPAC definitely protects you from this virus. And mm. Dr. Lasanti said it's because it reduces the uh, load of senescent cells. And he's like, I mean, he's got a list of credentials that goes beyond uh, anything I can list for you right now. But Aiden, go and listen to the show I did with Dr. Lasanti this week. And maybe he, uh, he'll clarify that for you. Uh, big Bowser says, are you going to suggest vitamin C? Absolutely not. No. No, I, you know, and I know they're using intravenous vitamin C and all that. And I take I take one to two grams of vitamin C already, but no, it, vitamin C has no effect on senescent cells. And you know, all all this stuff, vitamin C and hydroxychloroquine, it's all up here, but down here at the pinnacle, the lowest common denominator is senescent cells. And if you focus on things that stop the replication of senescent cells and inhibit protein synthesis periodically. You will kill this virus. So, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, preach, Carl. The Holy Trinity, good sleep, good food, and some exercise. Absolutely. More Americans. You know what? I'm going to say something, and I may piss people off, but I've come to the conclusion that if you are – remember, I was a 330-pound fat ass, okay? So I can say this. If you're one of them – you're, a, you're unpatriotic because you're putting this country under a great load because you're going to get sick. You're not going to be productive. We're going to have to pay for you for all your, your, your treatments and therapies. And more importantly, you're the reason that we can't go out right now. You're one of them. So, you know, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people just uh, uh, abdicating their responsibility to take care of themselves and expecting health care is not going to save you. It's not going to save you. The only thing that's going to save you is to take responsibility for your own health, put in a couple years, and get yourself together, because that's how long it will take. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, on that note, too, is since everybody's stuck inside and everything, we're seeing a lot of people outside now doing kind of physical activity, whether walking, biking, or something, which is good. You know, I encourage that. Um, you know, but why, why did that take a pandemic to, to start to figure out how to fix yourself, Right. It should be an everyday thing, you know what I mean? And, and I do applaud these people for trying to get out. But once we return back to normal, are they going to go back to normal? Or are they going to continue the exercise process? You know what I mean? So it's very frustrating. It is. It is because we, those of us who, the only money I spend on healthcare is, is testing my blood. And, and in fact, I go, as many of the, the people who watch this show knows and listen to my podcast, I go to any tab last, uh, any lab test now, and I take money out of my own pocket to test things like iron levels. I don't even ask for prescriptions to go to labs anymore. I'm uh, $44. Other people buy a $70 bottle of wine and think nothing of it. I go pay $45 for lab work. Lab work. I'm, like, happy to do that. Well, people ask me all the time, you know, how much you spend on your health? And I said, uh, I spend about $3,000 to $5,000 a month on my health. You know, whether it's training, nutrition, supplementation, you know, medications, you know, obviously, um, you know, stuff through the clinic. But I spent a good amount of money on myself so I don't have to pay for it in the future with medications. And they're right. like, wow, that's crazy. And I'm like, how is that crazy? To, to me, that's not crazy. Right. And if you're sick and you, you and you, all you worry about is having health care, remember, those of us who aren't burdening the system, the money we pay every month. And I pay a stupid amount of money for, for health care for Elisa and I. But we mm -hmm. never use it. So that means that right. I'm paying for somebody else who doesn't give a damn about their health, who's living a high-risk lifestyle because they're fat and they're unhealthy and they stay up all night and watch TV or play on their iPhones. I'm paying for their health care. I don't like that. I don't mm -hmm. ask anybody to pay my mortgage or, or anything like that. I don't want to pay for somebody else's bad decisions. I don't. Right. Absolutely. I agree. 
So get your shit together. This is the time to do it. So next time this uh, next pandemic, and there will be a next pandemic, trust me, and it'll come from mm-hmm. China. Why are liquor stores essential? This is a great question. This is a great question by Jeff. Why are liquor stores essential that can't be helping right now? You're right. Why are liquor yeah. stores open? I mean, they close gyms, but liquor stores yeah. are open. Yeah, they're, they're making money. They're making money for the government. They're yeah, because there's a tax stuff. on You're right. I didn't think about that. There's a tax on liquor. Absolutely, right? They're going to keep that open. And like you said, they close the gyms. The gyms are more preventative than actually liquor stores because now people are staying home all the time drinking liquor, lowering their immune system. Now they're more susceptible to get the virus. So uh, a couple things Aiden Ray points out. He says vitamin C is being used to prevent the cytokine storm that obliterates the lungs as COVID-19 aggressively progresses, similar to University of East uh, Virginia, Dr. Merkus' sepsis magic bullet. I actually did a show about the sepsis uh, magic bullet, but here's something that actually prevents a cytokine storm even to a greater degree, and that is that um, it's a sulfur-based supplement, uh, MSM. Mm-hmm. Methyl- that, that, that works better than vitamin C if you're worried about cytokine storm. Yeah. I mean, but, vitamin C works to the point by increasing immune function, but I don't think it's going to be uh, more of an antiviral. Right. But but yeah. if you're worried about the cytokine storm, don't try to su- suppress the cytokine storm and leave the thing that's causing it intact. Go to the root of what's causing the problem and kill it, and that's senescent cells. There'll be studies in this uh, uh, selection today on my website that show the the secretion of cytokine uh, uh uh, cytokines into leukins from senescent cells. These are the mm. source of these these damn things. So right. let's get rid of them as well. So there you go. That's it for today. I'm done. You got anything yeah, else? Great show. No, great show. Uh, thank you for listening today. Tomorrow we're going to do a show about a new enzyme that will help you digest your protein so that every gram of protein actually acts like three grams of protein. How about that? I'm in on that one. Yeah, that'll be a good <laughs> show. All right, listen, thanks to everybody for watching today. I'm sorry I was so moving so high speed and, and talking literally over myself, but I'm just excited about this information. I hope it gets out there to people. If we start to focus on reducing senescent cell proliferation, we can not only control this virus, but we can cure people. And that's the way it yeah. goes. I will right, we'll see everybody tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Thanks, Milo, for being here. Right, and Be Dr. Dr. Andre, thank you so much for being here, brother. We got to get together <laughs> soon. All right. See everybody later.